listening to the Everything Medical Wellness Podcast, the podcast where we sit down and discuss the latest topics in the medical fitness industry. Today, we are taking an in-depth look at clinical integration in a medical fitness center. Joining us are clinical integration coordinator, Chris Lanning, and his client, Stephen Bolin. Now onto the show with your host, Don Doyle, Senior Vice President of HealthPlex Associates, and Ryan Barr, Vice President of HealthPlex Associates. Welcome to our latest edition of Everything Medical Wellness, sponsored by HealthPlex Associates. My name is Don Doyle, Senior Vice President with HealthPlex Associates, and my co-host today is Ryan Barr, who's a Vice President with HealthPlex Associates. So welcome, Ryan. Thank you, sir. Happy to be here. So HealthPlex Associates, we're a, um, a firm that manages mainly hospital-based and recreational wellness center. So today we are blessed to have one of our own. We have our managed site out in Indianapolis, Indianapolis HealthPlex, and we have Chris Lanning, our clinical coordination director. Um, so welcome, Chris. Yeah, so thanks we, for having me. Oh, absolutely. So part of why um, we really like what we do is this clinical aspect. So we really see it growing across the country as we're getting more, um, the public seems to have more responsibility in taking care of themselves and stay out of the healthcare system. So we have seen you know, leaps and bounds of growing with some clinical referrals. So we get referrals from physicians, clinicians, graduates of physical therapy, cardiac rehab, and it's really starting to move the needle. We're seeing some um, wonderful success stories that we're going to share one tonight. The concept of moving patients across the, across the continuum of care um, is really making sense right now. And um, Ryan will share a little more about his team's success with clinical integration. But first, let me welcome Chris Lanning. And um, Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your background with your education and how you got into the chair you're in today and you know what makes you tick. Yeah, absolutely. Well, th first, thanks for having me, Don. I, I appreciate just the invite to be on here and uh, just everything that you do for not only um, HPA and, and Indianapolis HealthPlex, but just for the fitness industry in general, too. So, um, you know, when I, when I was thinking about my career, kind of what has led me to this point, I almost feel like I have to go back to my childhood a little bit and just where my love of fitness and sports performance and everything started. And I was kind of that kid that was always interested when you know, one of my friends would get hurt out on the playground or I would see an injury uh, on TV, um, was interested with always, well, how did it happen? You know, what are the biomechanics behind that? Um, and, you know, that kind of led me into uh, being a three sport athlete myself um, throughout middle school and high school and um, observed athletic trainers in high school and uh, just loved the whole aspect of being able to help people rebound off of an injury and being able to bounce back. Um, I went to the University of Indianapolis and got my exercise science degree um, there. And it, it was uh, just a great opportunity for me. I actually um, got introduced to uh, Dr. Stephanie Combs Miller, who uh, started Rocksteady Boxing uh, for Parkinson's disease that we, we currently do in our facility and many of the other facilities through HPA. Um, so I was able to be a part of a longitudinal study through that and uh, just just love that aspect and fitness and rehab um, so much that I, I decided to go three more years and uh, get my doctorate in physical therapy. Um, so I did that through Trine University and uh, graduated in uh, 2019 with that and um, 
uh, while I was there, was able to uh, do a little bit of research and study with athletes and ACL tears and reactions, reaction time speeds and that kind of stuff. Um, and then worked uh, as a clinician for about a year um, at a spine center and then transitioned into the role I'm in now uh, about three and a half years ago. So um, definitely have, have been on the rehab side and then also uh, fitness side here the last three and a half years and have, have loved every minute of it. Really cool. You you touched a little bit, Chris, um, on the Rocksteady Boxing with Parkinson's Wellness Recovery. Um, can you share some other, you know, groups that you see that benefit? I know you were um, did a lot with the Cancer Wellness Program in Indianapolis. Can you share some of your success stories there? Yeah, we do um, all kinds of clinical programs. Yeah, the Rocksteady Boxing for Parkinson's. We obviously like diabetes, cancer wellness. Um, it's, it's so cool to see um, just the start to finish with people, right? And so, you know, we talk about uh, people getting done with even physical therapy. A lot of times, you know, insurance will say, okay, after six weeks, um, you know, that that's it. That's that's as much as you get. And then at that point, where do we go? You know, and, and who can we trust at that point um, to be able to lead us through programming and stuff? And so you mentioned cancer wellness. Um, we, we've had such success with that. Um, we had a lady who um, was diagnosed with cancer. This was uh, 10 months ago um, and went through uh, treatment, um, was still cleared to do some exercise through that. Uh, through that process, and um, she's she's cancer free now. Um, after six months, she was after going through treatment, and um, she was back at her her oncologist the other day, and I, she was telling me this uh, today. She said, you know, it's it's amazing, you know, when we're at our lowest stage of of health, how important it is to keep up with strength and balance and all these different things. Because she said, if I didn't have that. You know, these are these are the things that, you know, wouldn't have allowed me to bounce back as quickly. And um, we also have support systems um, within cancer wellness here and um, which really allow us to be able to um, kind of gravitate off one another and, and understand kind of the psychological aspects of it, too. And not only just the physical, but mental side. So um, so it's been really fun to, to go through all those programs with people. Cool. I know. Um, boy. We always say we wish it could be like a field of dreams. If you build it, they will come kind of thing. But can you tell us how you actively pursued getting referrals and how you developed a comfort level with the medical community in Indianapolis? And I know a lot of what HealthFlex does, um, and I promise I'm going to let Ryan jump in because that's his expertise. But I know a lot of what we do is you know based on what you've taught us, Chris, about you know, getting clients and showing the progression and monitoring the uh, the rate of recovery and sharing those stories with physicians. So, you know, give us a little pearl that all of our listeners can take away about how you've gone out and developed a, a referrals. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I think that sometimes we focus so much of our attention on, you know, flyers or marketing and stuff, and that those definitely have their place. But um, for me, it's been just word of mouth. It, it's amazing when you start working with someone, um, how, uh, like, for example, this past week, I was working with a lady and she said, you know, my friend the other day was talking about how great I look and how much, you know, strength I've been, you know, improved on and my mobility and stuff. And now I'm pick, playing pickleball, you know, three, three or four times a, a week and not having issues with my balance. Um, 
and she needs to to see you too. And so, um, you know, I think when we talk about even the medical community and working with doctors and physical therapists, um, it's it's a level of trust that I think you have to establish first, um, and and be able to objectify, like you mentioned, Don, um, the ability to say, you know, on day one, this is where we're at, and then six weeks later, this is where we've come from. And now we've got a long-term goal and something to work off of. Um, and being able to show providers that, you know, that that we we have those objective measures that we can assess through what we do here is a functional movement screen, um, where we can measure that the stability, mobility, and strength that people have. Um, and then, you know, I think to, to go off of that too, the follow-up uh, with providers, um, we're, we're fortunate enough in-house to have uh, community health physical therapy, uh, one of the bigger hospital networks here in Indianapolis, and uh, you know, being in on meetings that they have, and you know, not only talking about um, specific people or referrals, but getting to know them as individuals themselves, and you know, asking about their kids and um, you know who they are as people, and and what what excites them about their field, and then what excites me about my field, and and how those can mesh together. Um, I think are really important when you're talking about different disciplines uh, working together to achieve a goal for a patient. Well, that's that's a lot, Chris. Yeah, that's uh, you're, you're talking about my world a lot. What I do um, in our club down in Mississippi here, um, working on those referrals is always a challenge, and uh, there's many ways you can do it. Um, you know, you're, what you're talking about is medical fitness, and you and you. You said so eloquently about your background and your experience and your expertise and your education and what you do. Um, but, you know, letting the public know, letting the members know that those kind of programs are available in their club sometimes is a challenge. They don't realize what they have until they you know they're part of those programs. So getting those referrals set up is, is a huge part of, of the success of those programs and getting the patients and the community uh, aware of the things that you do in that club um, is sometimes a challenge, but it sounds like you're you're doing good there, getting getting folks aware of of your expertise and and how these programs can really help them and their families uh, improve. And it's not just in hospitals they can do this; that there's in-house right inside their clubs. It's 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 a big way to do it. But I know you have some success stories and you have somebody here with us today that you can uh, let you introduce. But tell us how working with uh this this gentleman's gotten you excited and a little bit of your experiences with him yeah absolutely so um i've got with me today stephen bolin and um i won't talk too much about our basketball shooting uh out on the court and stuff that we've gotten into recently and having fun out there working on some jumping and agility with him uh but but no it, it's been just an honor to to work with stephen stephen um had a achilles tendon rupture about 11 months ago and um, went the non-operative route and um, ended up finding us uh, about six months back. And um, we, we connected on the phone and we, we talked through some of his goals and things that he was, um, you know, fearful of initially, still being pretty close to having that tear and, um, and just ways that I would go about that progression. So um, it, it's been really fun with him and, and uh, we, we started um, with Steven out on the, in the water, we have an aquatic therapy pool and it's it's really cool um, to work on different kinds of agility, even running and that kind of stuff. And and then um, eventually now we're, we're all land based uh, strengthening. So um, so it's it's been a really fun progression with him. 
Okay, very nice, very nice. Stephen, we didn't bring you here just to just to listen either. Can you tell us, uh, share your experience at the Indianapolis HealthFlex and what Chris has done for you, if you can? Yeah, thanks so much for having me here. It's a pleasure. So overall, I'd say it's been a really, really good experience. Very good experience. And the uh, the main thing I think with this injury is, from what I know of it, there's two extremes that are dangerous. You can do not enough, but you can also do too much. And where Chris comes in with all of his expertise is to help me navigate that. So like he said, we started in the water, so we're doing something, but not too much. And then as we progress, like he said, we move to the land. So as I get stronger and more range of motion, I can accommodate more if it, with his expertise that helps a lot with this injury. And then also, he also alluded to this, is there's a psychological aspect to this injury because it's kind of traumatic. Um, admittedly, when it happened, it was kind of confusing. You know, it feels like someone kicked you in the back of the leg. You don't know what happened. Uh, it stops you dead in your tracks. So there's definitely a psychological aspect to this where, you know, I want to get back into sports. Like you said, basketball, volleyball, which actually happened when I was playing intramural, intramural volleyball. But just to get back into that, there's always that lingering uh, fear or uncertainty of, well, this is kind of what it felt like when it happened. So he's been really good at navigating through that as well. A good example is we were, you know, doing some jumping, trying to get back to more, uh, more range of motion, more powerful movements. And he noticed it was a little, the left leg was a little, uh, not as fluid as the right one. So he's like, all right, let's just go to the basketball court and start shooting some hoops. And then the, the trick there is, I'm not thinking about jumping anymore. I, the the fear is kind of gone because I'm focusing on shooting the shot, for example. So he's just been really, really helpful with all those aspects of the psychological, the technical, not too much, not too little. And also underlying everything I just said is this health flex has everything here. <laughs> they've got a pool, they've got basketball courts, they've got treadmills, they've got weights, you know. So everything in addition to his expertise, all the equipment is here. So it's it's just been a really, really good experience. So overall, I wouldn't recommend getting injured, but if you do get injured, <laughs> I would highly recommend going here to help you get through it. <laughs> that's a good way to say it, Stephen. That's a good way to say it. Well, that's, um, boy, Stephen, you touched on something that really resonates with HealthPlex Associates and our managed sites. Um, we, we often say that it's the, you know, the people that make the facility, um, the expectation is, you know, the equipment, the services, even the programming is an expectation, but where we feel you know, fortunate, it has people like Chris that can take a, um, a clinical patient and transition them into membership. And I think, and Stephen, I'll be anxious to hear your thoughts on this. I think when you're outside of, you know, just the therapeutic setting and working out in a facility, do you see that as being you know, motivating or challenging or feel that you're maybe further along in the process because you're with, you know, other members? Oh, yeah, definitely. This has helped me a lot. I, I think if I didn't go this route, like I was saying, that balance between not enough and too much, I could see myself just thinking, ah, I feel pretty good. Let's just go play a pickup game of basketball. And then I do way too much. And then, you know, some kind of injury, a re-rupture or in worst case, you know, so this has just been extremely helpful just to navigate those waters. Extremely helpful. I mean, Stephen has done such a great job of staying patient. You know, I think 
with many athletes, you know, we're, we're quick to want to jump to the next phase and the next stage and not go through those progressions that we have to. And we, we sometimes get impatient with that. And, you know, uh, a lot of times with exercise, especially um, after what Steven had, you know, we, we expect everything to be a linear progression. Um, but unfortunately, in, in fitness, we have those days where you're going to dip down a little bit, you're going to plateau, and then you're going to take five steps forward again. And I think Steven's done such an awesome job of that. So um, like Steven mentioned, I, you know, the, the first thing that, you know, I, I always look at um, is after I talk with the therapist or the doctor, you know, where, where have they left off? What's the next step for them? Um, you know, and, and what are things that they did really well and what are things that we can improve on? And, you know, going back to the mobility, stability and strength, you know, with Steven first looking at mobility, how is his ankle range of motion? You know, or is he 50 percent? Is he 25 percent? Um, where are we starting from? Um, because we never want to put a movement on top of a dysfunction. You know, I would never want to lo load that joint. Um, or if someone had a shoulder issue, would never want to load that joint um, unless we were able to get that full range of motion. So um, I just have to really applaud Steven's uh, patience throughout, you know, the the whole process because yeah. it's been 11 months and that's that's nice. uh, that's a long time. So thanks for your guiding help because that helps me stay patient too. Like, no, there is a progression. You'll get there. Just be patient. So that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> so easy in our industry to feel like you make a difference, Chris, especially in your setting where you're getting people like Steven that are, you know, coming in that aren't our typical member um, and that need you know, direction and guidance. And like you said, you guys have done such a go good job of teaming up together to, uh, you know, to form trust. And I think, you know, that's, that's a big word for our clinical integration coordinators and our personal trainers that they're you know, they have trust in their outcomes that they're trying to achieve and that the uh, the clients have trust in, you know, your program development. So, boy, we, you know, we hear stories a lot in our industry and it, it sort of gets us geeked to, to keep doing what we're doing. And I can see, you know, in our session today, the passion that, you know, you have, Chris, to, you know, work with your clientele and um, like you truly make a difference. And I know, our centers are being challenged to be the educational resource for not for all of wellness, not just fitness. And, um, you know, a great example is, you know, Rocksteady and some of our other facilities do a Parkinson's wellness recovery program, the PWR. And when you see those populations that come into a, a typical fitness center, um, so you see some college athlete working out next to, you know, a Parkinson's patient, it's a uh, really see that full circle of what we do. In my particular situation, our club is 12 years old and working on clinical integration programs is is challenging in many ways, but it's double challenging if you don't have the right people in place. Um, I've tried it. <laughs> it did not go well. So you you know when you get the right people in place and, and that comes when you find somebody that has a passion for what they're doing like Chris does um, and has the grit to be able to to come forward and and execute what needs to be done. But yeah, clinical integration has come a long way. I call it um, what we're doing now, I'm calling clinical integration 2.0. Um, it's kind of a little bit on a bit of a testosterone upgrade. Um, what we have happening at our club is we're truly integrated with the hospital's EMR system, electronic medical record system. They have EPIC, um, and 
it's not just getting involved with being in the system. You have to be able to make contacts, identify champions within within your community, uh, providers, physicians, nurse practitioners, teach them what you're doing. Uh, and none of that works if you don't have folks like you, Chris, um, because I don't want to have to build a program and do all the work to get the uh, local community health systems involved and then find out that the programs that they're coming to really aren't of a high quality and they're not getting the re- and the patients aren't getting results that we hope they would. Uh, so it starts with quality um, and then it gets into really just becoming a member of your community and making sure that your clinical integration program is strong first and then you make sure everybody knows about it. Uh, so that integration with the hospital, getting in front of the providers as much as you possibly can and introducing them to your programs and to your people and then sharing results like just with Stephen is a phenomenal example of what a medical fitness center can do with a with a with a strong clinical integration program uh, and that's what you're you're showing uh, in your community and it's a it's a proud moment for HealthPlex Associates I'm sure Don um, uh, can second that and that that's the kind of thing that this helps the medical fitness industry as a whole. So yes. I applaud you for that. Well said, Ryan. And um, Chris, thank you for joining us. Stephen, thank you for sharing your successes. And we wish you uh, continued success. And um, I'll yeah, get Chris to fess up about uh, the, the basketball competition there. I can't tell. <laughs> I have to play a game of horse to settle it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, thank you, listeners, for joining an episode, another episode of Everything Medical Wellness. And uh, Chris Landon, because people like you, that's why we are HealthPlex Associates. So thank you very much and enjoy your day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Everything Medical Wellness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To learn all the latest podcast information, follow our podcast at healthplexassociates.podbean.com. Thanks again. Thank you.